Welcome to the Swingers Club, a social gathering for various golfers hosted by Joe, Matt and Sam. Hello everyone and welcome back. You are with the Swingers Club Golf Podcast. I'm Joe and as always I'm with my co-hosts Matt and Sam. How are you lads? Good thanks mate, how are you? Very good, how have your week's been? Good. Not too bad. Weather's, weather's been ridiculous again. Storm, whatever we're on now, is still... Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? Which storm was it this time? Uh, Dennis. It's still Dennis. They're talking, is it Storm Ellen they're talking about now? Oh, that, that total... So many of them. Mm. Hope, okay. Hopefully we're through the worst of it now. March is going to be a little bit better than Feb. Um, right, so we'll crack straight on. Who watched, who watched the action from Mexico? I watched quite a bit of it. I think I, I didn't watch. I didn't sit down at any point and watch like loads of it. I couldn't quite make it. To be fair, when I fell asleep last night, it was looking like it was going to be the best tournament ever. It was like five of the top eight in the world, yeah. or ten in the world, within like a shot or two. JT started to flake, didn't he? he started to. He had the hooks, he, didn't he? And we we literally couldn't have had a worse ending, could we? No. Patrick Reed and Bryson <laughs> DeChambeau. Like, well, I feel like that's. Uh, so, so are we, we, we read fans on this podcast? No. Absolutely not. No. Are you? No, not really. No. We're not um, fans. I respect him because he's, he's clearly, like, a lot of other players may be under the, the kind of the scrutiny that he's been under, you know, this week in particular. Mm. But he knows what people are saying about him, but he can still go out and do the biz. The front, which is pretty yeah. impressive. The front on but... the bloke, to be fair. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, like, I, I admire like, front like, in some ways. Like, he really doesn't care what people think, does he? Like, well, not on the outside, uh, anyway. Just, I guess, guess just to fill everybody in, on another podcast this week, uh, a guy called Peter Costas, who I think it's 30 years he worked, he commentated on PJ Tour. And he basically, they got chatting about the incident in... Uh, Bahamas wasn't it when he's yeah. like wiped the sand like three times and it's mm. so blatantly obvious but anyway so he went on to say that he's seen him four individual times and then the host of the podcast to be fair didn't let, let like, he kind of pushed him a little bit and said you know well what instances were it and he and he literally reeled off the four him, the four he? instances yeah. straight away where he was like when I got to his ball I could barely see it mm. and then he said by the time he was done with it I could read the Callaway on his golf ball. Wow. Oh, so, so he, he said he's actually seen him cheat. Yeah, so he said with his own time. eyes. Yeah. And, they, and then they were like, oh, what, what instance? And he was like, well, in the, uh, whatever, the farmers or so-and-so. And he literally reeled off the four mm. times straight away. So it was quite, you know, it was quite credible, really, the yeah. way he kind of had it to, you know, if he was kind of making it up, it would, you know, it probably would have been a bit more spluttered, probably. Yeah, yeah it was interesting incredible. as well, because he said at the time, like, he wanted to say something about it, but they, like, the broadcaster that he works for, they said to him, like you report the headlines, you don't become the headlines. Yeah. So they were saying like the minute he says I've seen Patrick Reed do that, he becomes a headline. Yeah. So he couldn't really do anything about it at the time. But yeah, obviously the whole you know But the front like I mean I don't even know if I'd be able to peg it up if all that was being said about me. And he's just literally just gone and won the tournament. So it's such <laughs> a like I don't like I said, I don't. I really don't want to use the word admire because I don't admire him. But I think it's amazing that he's gone and won it. Yeah. After that, but and he keeps winning as well. He's won more times now than Brooks Kepler on PGA Tour. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I, I saw someone tweet a list earlier of the people who'd won more than. Yeah. And there's Brooks Kepler's not even the biggest name on it. Might be the no. best golfer on it at the moment. He's not the biggest name on it. I think it's incredible. Yeah, but it felt mm. like a, it felt like a bit of an anticlimax though. Yeah, I, like so like, I stayed up to could, watch it. And... You watched it all. Uh, yeah, so last night I I watched I watched it all. I I would say I watched from the leaders the last group run. I think the seven four eight pole, and I sat and I watched the whole lot. And obviously being a big Rory fan, I was rooting for Rory, but it just didn't seem to have it yesterday. And you know, there's something about watching good players just 
like fall mm. apart and it, I find it quite interesting watching like Justin Thomas and you know he struggles yesterday he couldn't mm. couldn't find a fair at least, way uh, at, least, at least we've got one avid golf watcher on the pod eh Joe <laughs> no you're right uh, like, you know Bryson Bryson DeChambeau hasn't done himself any favours this week either as well And no how, bit, how are we bit, feeling as, about Bryson as a as a podcast I think he's interesting I don't like him but I I particularly but I quite like him I quite like talking about him yeah. if you know what I mean like yeah. his uh, uh, I guess we've all seen the, the video of him absolutely virtually smashing the green to pieces yeah I did mm. what was that about I mean they, I these guys have can... had on perfect putting I know well, I think I speak for everybody in the UK right now we're like some of the you know the weather we've had and you can't you can't virtually get any decent greens I mean, people kill to put on greens like that right now and it just what did I saw someone someone Instagrammed uh, like the video of it and the caption was would you like a hammer yeah. <laughs> yeah. but he's got he's got former right? because so last year at this event Sky had their Sky had um, Nick Doherty was standing in front of the putting green and it was at this event last year where he was on the putting oh, green yeah, smashing I his putter this. on the putting green this time last year yeah on the, really? it was like the practice yes, putting green as yes. well like, and it was after his round so he'd he'd finished his round mm. he'd gone to, he'd gone to practice putting and he was smacking his putter down on the putting he green he is an odd I ball think it, yeah. I also think it is worth pointing out that you're allowed to tap stuff down before now yeah like, yeah, yeah why yeah. not like. Why not do it before? It's almost got no excuse. I don't know what he was doing, but... Also, a little side mention on Bryson. Who's your towel guy? Yes. Towel guy? I didn't I, see towel You've guy. not seen towel guy? Oh, no, so I basically, towel right, guy. so there's this guy. When Bryson's putting, he was literally... All this guy was doing was holding up a towel, creating shade for yeah. Bryson. But listen, the, the, the strangest thing about... I actually tweeted about it. So everybody yeah, 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 there was a day... Media, I, I, I can't believe you've not seen towel guy. No, was a towel guy every towel day. Guy. Yeah. On Holbrook's it was, Twitter. It was two days in a row. <laughs> I, I saw him. Um, but the, what, what I found the most strange thing about it was that you can see, like... I'd say you could see three quarters of the putting green. So he's standing in a part of the putting green that's actually lit by the sun. And he's got a guy standing yeah, there the, with the, holding it, a towel up. It was literally... there's, there's another half of the putting green that was in the shade. It so is... instead of standing over there in the shade, he's got this guy <laughs> stood behind him with a towel, holding up a towel to block the sun. For me, it's like the, uh, the modern day equivalent of sort of someone... Uh... Getting being fanned by a giant leaf and fed grapes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I've I'm sure I'm sure of... out of shot he had someone peeling yeah, grapes probably. for him. I've actually got a bit of background research on Tail Guy, by the way. Okay. Lads. I found out why Well he's a professional Tail Guy, is he? Why Tail Guy came to be. So basically Bryson's got like a laser, putting laser, mm-hmm. you know, which you put on your face and it says where your face is okay, aiming. Yeah. So Tail Guy's creating shade so he can see where his laser's pointing. Uh, Which I don't okay. know if that's an anti-climax to the story, but I feel like I should... No, I, I think... I wish you hadn't told me. I oh, prefer, right, you, you'd prefer I'd the prefer original the, one. Yeah, I prefer the grapes for fan <laughs> analogy than, <laughs> yeah. than there being actually any logic to it. Um, yeah. One other thing we do need to mention is about our picks last week. Oh, <laughs> well, we don't, yeah, I we we don't doing, really, like, I thought we were doing this like five seconds we at the can, end. No, so <laughs> Not like second topic uh-huh. in. So we can we can gloss over the picks or or we can we can have a uh, well you have your moment mate um, have your moment so obviously Keegan Bradley wasn't in the field well we established and that. yeah and, and did we establish how ridiculous that is that he wasn't in the field has anyone even told me why he isn't in the field yet no yeah no because it was top fifty getting and not top sixty that'd be why then uh-huh. so Holbrook gave us bomb information <laughs> I was gonna swear then but he well said why not we nearly we nearly since recording the podcast and the event started we nearly had to withdraw your pick because Mr. 
Um, Morikawa. Morikawa. He rose up to number 49 in the world. I can't help he love. Now he's such back, a baller, that. He's back down to number 51 today, by the way. But obviously, my pick, Mr. Sean Norris, who came out on top of the three picks, yeah. means that I go into a 1 0 0 0. Congratulations, The worst much. thing about that is the one person we didn't want to get into the lead was Matt because he's, he's the most uh, informed. Especially and... as I've got yeah. a no brainer pick <laughs> yeah. for this, the, this the week scroll. as well. Oh, dear. Um, but you want to talk about Carlos Ortiz? I do, right. This is a bit of a bugbear of Get mine, it off really. your chest. I've been, yeah, so I've been waiting to say this, really. So basically, in a lot of professional events, um, there's a certain amount of invites that get into it and whatnot. Um, for example, on Challenge Tour, which uh, Tour Below European Tour has 50 invites on most weeks, which is a hell of a lot. Mm. You can imagine that amount of people playing pro golf. Um, but anyway, so... Carlos Ortiz is a guy, he's another Mexican guy, he's got into the field this week, basically on invite because it's in Mexico. Um, he's quite new to the PGA Tour, but so he's finished tied 16th, I think, this week. He's picked up best part of 150 grand. Nice payday. Um, which, obviously, he's playing against, was it 76 people or something like that? Yeah. Um, and I did some other research. It's about 50 grand more. Than the average 16th place on the PGA Tour, which is, and he's playing against less than half the people. Mm-hmm. So, if it comes down to it at the end of the year and you lose your tour card to Carlos Ortiz, how fuming are you going to be? I get it. I think I was surprised that they, in a WGC event, that they allow invite. Like I get it from mm. week to week. Yeah. Um, I, I do get it. I know it plays a big part in golf. Um, you know, like this this week on the European Tour, for example, I know there's, you know, amateurs from Oman who will get to mm. play, and I understand that, but you know, I think I think you're right. He's, uh... the, the one thing as well, I think Abe Anser got the pick one or two years ago when he wasn't in the top 50, so I kind of understand that just from a Mexican point of view to get a guy from Mexico in the field, but now he's in the top 50. Why do they need another yep. guy just... Just to throw in there. Let me let me put it to you. If he finished dead last, do you think we're having this conversation? Or is it just because he's played um, well? I would say if he finished dead last, it'd be even more relevant the conversation. Wouldn't yeah, it? I suppose the space. fact that he's kind of done, he's sort of played and somewhat competed, then you know maybe that sort of validates that. Yeah, whatever, yeah, that's yeah. what I, I would say. The fact he's come 16th mm-hmm. justifies mm. him being being allowed yeah. to get that invite. For me though, if he finishes another couple of shots better, he's all, he's into the like. 300, 400 grand, almost mm. kind of sewn up, sort of half a PGA Tour card, almost. I mean, it's about a million you have to get over now, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, he's kind of a fringe guy for me. Like, he's kind of bounced back and forth from the web.com or the Corn Ferry or whatever it's called now on the PGA Tour. So that kind of boost for him, like that 150 grand is... That's big money, really. Yeah, that's no, big. it does make a big difference. It is an interesting one. It's, I think it's one of them ones, isn't it? It's... It's just one of those things where invites is always something that kind of crops up within the conversation. Mm. Um, I mean, it's obviously, and it's, something, it's obviously something that people might not be aware of, just mm. maybe from my point of view. It's probably my own personal bugbear, whereas most people wouldn't really. Yeah, you know, most people just see Carlos. Are you, are you annoyed player. that he got invited and you didn't? <laughs> no, no, I'm not Mexico. I wish I had a Mexican grandfather. Did you want to go to Mexico and yeah, probably yeah. drive a 360? <laughs> Oh, the altitude was a joke, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But it's the same every year. Like, why do we have to listen to them going on about it every I single year? I think it's year? well interesting. I think it's interesting. And can you explain this to me? Um, 
so I didn't watch loads of it, but I thought, crikey, just for doing this podcast, I better watch as much mm. as I can. Um, and there's one hole where Rory's carrying it 360 and knocking it onto a 420-yard um, par four. And then there's another hole, I think the second is 320. Um, Rory, Fleetwood, and whoever they're playing with on day two, um, all hit driver. None of them got anywhere near it. What's that all about? I don't know. Was it up here? I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. There, there was one day that was really windy. So it could have been into wind? I'm pretty mm. sure there was one day that was really windy. Because I remember last night, um, Wayne Riley said on course, just as they were playing the 18th, I think he was saying the wind has picked up just like it did. Maybe. Might have said Friday or that, Saturday. That so was that was Friday. Possibly yeah. what possibly what that was. Have you, have um, you guys ever played it a little bit of altitude before? No, not that. It's kind so of so well, not like I haven't played like that level. But it's the weirdest thing is so say say it's like a ten percent difference or something like that. So say you get like a two twenty yard par three, maybe it's slightly downhill. So you take twenty percent off. So you're taking a ten percent off. Sorry, you're taking twenty yards off, then a little bit downhill. So you then starting to hit like a six iron or something like that. But it looks miles. Yeah. It's the hardest thing to commit to because you know, and your you know, a six iron goes whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you then you end up just like hitting it unnecessarily hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And everything. Caddies earn their money, don't they? Mm. Just like towel guy. Just towel, like guy. towel guy. Towel guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then if you miss strike it, it goes just as far as no altitude. So you, you strike. That's why there was that par three that everybody was hitting it in the water because any like little missed strike is not getting the altitude. Yeah. It's just plopping in the water. It must be fun. I'd love to do it. Well, we'll, we'll go over there next year, shall we? As we call, do a live pod. Do, the... do a live podcast with Carlos we'll Ortiz. We'll have to get the announcer guy as well. He's crazy. Have you heard him? Oh, I've seen like a tiny clip of him. I yeah. I assume Joe hasn't. No, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, lads. Um, <laughs> like Mexican commentators on football. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen plenty of that. Something you must have seen though online this week is the uh, a couple of videos from the old course. So the guy yes. had off on the first hole. And... <laughs> I mean, what angle I do you have... think that guy's tee shot went off? Mm. Think, the the think, guy on the first? Yeah. I think, oh. if, I think if someone's got a quad, it's in trouble if it's yeah. next to it. That's <laughs> honestly unbelievable. I've never, I mean, I've played it so I know what it feels like as a golf fan to tee off. But, I mean, for the love of me, I can't work out why he's hitting an iron anyway. Like, for the love of God, man, hit a That's driver. That's the first thing I said as well. So, you, you know, yeah. I mean, I think you've got to hit it probably 280, 290, depending to on the that season wins, to get to the, mm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, do you know, just even if you three-quarter swing a driver, mate, just get just get just club get face on, on the ball. ball. Yeah, um, And then there was the other guy as well, wasn't there, on the uh, the 17th? Did you see that yeah, one? Yeah, the guy that lost his... yardage. You <laughs> <laughs> hit the hotel and, and come back out. Oh, that was absolutely it's insane just... as well. You, you, the more you, the, what, you watch what happened when his club head hit the ball, you can't work out how it's no. gone off at that angle. No, it's crazy, but they're getting... Lots of uh, lots of hits. Yeah, and lots of I, must admit, I do love a little viral video. Yeah, but speaking of viral videos, so what I've been up to this week is I've been to I, I've um, had a catch up with a guy called Sam Harrop. Does anybody know who Sam Harrop is? Absolutely do. Absolute legend. Okay, so Sam Harrop is the guy behind the Tony Finau song that went uh, viral. Yeah, yeah, um, And Sky Sports Golf picked up on it. So uh, I had a little catch up with him for 10, 15 minutes and asked him about that and how it changed for him and, and stuff like that. So mm. let's have a little listen to that and see how we get can't on with wait the, to hear Sounds this. good. And if with, you haven't had a listen to the song, have a quick play. It's bloody brilliant. It is yeah. brilliant. Right, so here's me catching up with Sam Harrop.
Okay, so welcome to our first ever interview on the Swingers Club. Um, and I'm very pleased to say that I am joined by uh, Mr. Sam Harrop. Sam, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me on. My first no, no, no. Podcast, so. we, listen, we, we appreciate you coming on. Um, hopefully, you know, as, as I said, you're our first guest. So hopefully you're as nervous as we are as, uh, as about, about getting you on. Um, <laughs> Look, forgive me, Sam. I'll, I'll start right at the start. I mean, it's it's a name that most people or a lot of people might not recognise. So, firstly, just kind of tell us about yourself and about your passion for golf. Um, yeah, sure. Get get us off of that. Yeah. So, uh, well, I used to watch uh, my 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 parents used to watch the the golf growing up, especially the majors, and I sort of you know I used to, I used to watch it with them, the Masters particularly, um, and. Uh, when I got to, uh, you know, the, the right sort of age, I started to have a, you know, a bet now and again. Uh, and it, and I, I used to have a, a, a blog, a, a betting blog back in the day, which I, I don't have time for anymore, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I still, you know, I'm still kind of active on, on Twitter and stuff with a kind of the golf community. And, uh, uh, and yeah, I, you know, I obviously watch it week in, week out. And uh, I feel like I kind of know the... Uh, I know sort of ins and outs of the tour a bit, um, and yeah, uh, I decided to do a, a, a little song a couple of weeks ago just to, to see how it, you know, how it would be received. And, yeah, and, yeah. Cool. We, well, we, we'll we'll come into the song in a second. So, you, sure. um, so, so, do you actually do you, do you play golf? Do you have a handicap or? Yeah, I play. Well, I I I don't play as much as I'd like. Probably play three or four times a year now um and i play off 21 if i play so not 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 particularly great but you know i can just about get it around the park okay perfect so musically yeah you know as i say we, we're going to get onto the to the nuts and bolts of physically why we've invited you onto the podcast today and the, the cool story that you're going to share with us but um mm. you've obviously you've also got this passion for music as well so where where does that come from sure i mean that that's from a really young age my uh my parents sent me to piano lessons and uh and singing lessons and i just uh i just loved i just loved it um and then i i studied music um at university and uh, just sort of ever since i've, I've worked in in music for my sort of day job so i worked for a, a sheet music publisher for you know for for the day job um, okay and yeah yeah Okay, so cool. So we're gonna now we're gonna kind of rewind. Uh, what two about? Yeah, probably just over two weeks ago to mm. the uh, the final round of the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yep. So, so talk us through what happened. What you then decided to do that evening, afternoon, or morning after, um, and and kind of just just tell us a story from there. Yeah, sure. So um, I obviously watched the Phoenix Open, and uh, I, I was quite, yeah, you know, I couldn't quite believe that uh, that that Tony Fino hadn't managed to to win that when it looked like he's, you know, he looked like he was going to finally, finally get his second his second title. Uh, and yeah, just the, after that, the following morning, I was just sort of, but I don't even know how it came into my head. I think maybe because the song. Um, can't find his feeling it had been featured on the john lewis uh advert before christmas and so maybe that's maybe i had that song kind of in the in the back of my head somewhere and uh it just you know that the chorus line came to me you know uh you know when will tony Fino win again um and just over the course of the next couple of days i just uh i i, I took the rest of the lyrics of that song and i just sort of changed them to to make it kind of fit the narrative of you know going through his his near misses his, um, his lack of ability to win a golf tournament Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I sort of threw in, I, I tried to throw in a few kind of uh, a few humorous lines, 
um, you know, interspersed throughout it. And, uh, you know, I thought, oh, this is, you know, this is kind of fun. And I just, um, I just thought I'll just, you know, I'll, I've got a piano at home. I'll, I'll record it and I'll post it on Twitter for, you know, for, for the, for the relatively few people that, that follow me, uh, just, you know, uh, just as a bit of a laugh really. And, um, yeah, that's how it started really. <laughs> Yeah, so so look, so so what so what you come up with, in my opinion, um, like so so Sam, just we 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 didn't know each other beforehand. I I don't think you were somebody mm. that I followed on Twitter, and this is what I really love about social media in general, and especially within golf, because you know I I didn't know you, you didn't know me. Um, somebody yeah. that I follow must have retweeted this song. Um, I listened mm. to it and I thought to myself, ah, oh, you know, that's like it's a really catchy song. Um, yeah. and then I I want to say for the next. 48 hours for me I could not get the song out of my head in fact I went and, I went and played golf Yeah. and as I was walking around somebody said to me why are you humming the, the, the theme tune to the John Lewis Christmas advert and I said no it's not that's the Tony Finau song um, uh. yeah and obviously obviously nobody knew about the, the Tony Finau song at the time and then you tell them about it and then you play it to them and then they, they, they also loved it um, so so you posted yeah. the, you posted this song on Twitter um, that kind of then, then, then what happened? Because it kind of exploded for you, right? Yeah. Well, I think I mean basically what happened is uh, you know a few a few people uh, who I follow and follow me who've got a decent number of followers um, retweeted it. I think early doors and then it, and it obviously I think gradually I guess this is how sort of viral stuff works really. And then you know then a few other people see it, they retweet it, and then um, before you know it, there's um, you know, there's sort of golfers and uh, uh, people re- liking it and retweeting it. And I think uh, Peter J- Peter Jacobson, you know, if you know him from, you know, uh, golf, he's, I don't know, I don't know if he still plays on the Champions Tour or not, but he he was one of the relatively early ones to sort of, you know, reply and say, "Oh, this is great, I really enjoyed it," you know, because I think he used to play in a band or something as well. Okay. And a few other a few other golfers um, uh, responded, and then and then people in the sort of the golf media as well like uh, a couple of magazines and and the golf channel got in touch and uh and sky not that long afterwards um so yeah it just uh it just snowballed very quickly and then uh, and then uh, you know i went to bed uh, and i woke up the next morning and uh, just tons of notifications uh i think primarily because tony Finau at that point had um had actually you know he'd, he'd seen it and he and he'd replied and, and retweeted it himself and, and at that point it really you know it, it really snowballed again for the for the next kind of couple of days yeah um, so then, so you've watched yeah. so, so basically you've watched tony Finau fail to win again you've written a song yep. you've posted it online it's kind of I, I i would like if you ask my kids what's viral they'll tell you that you need 10 million hits or 10 million views to be viral but in my opinion mm. uh, you know you've you've kind of gone mini viral within within the golfing world on on social media you've woken up yep. the next day and you've got a notification from the man who you've written a song about and he's faded to win like did you feel like worried about what he might say what he might think did you did you think he yeah was yeah well i mean to be honest and, and part of the reason i didn't actually uh i didn't actually tag him uh in my in, in the video itself and and partly because i didn't know how how well it'd be received that you know I, he could have either just you know, he could have taken offence to it. Uh, he could have just ignored it. Um, and I think it's uh, well, it's testament to his character that he sort of, you know, had had a laugh about it, and and you know, you know, and seemed to enjoy it, and didn't, you know, didn't didn't take offence. So, um, and fair so, play yeah, to him as well for doing that, because I'm sure there's plenty of golfers that maybe would have taken that the wrong way. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so as, as things stand, the video is is on your Twitter. It's currently got two hundred and two thousand views. 
Um, yeah. I used to, I think, to be honest, might think 185 on MME. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you, do, do you, are you still having people get in touch? Like, I did notice also that um, Eddie Pepperell had, had tweeted you as well. Yeah, um, he has. Yeah, that yeah that came a little while after the after the event actually. But yeah, um, no. To be honest, it, it it has kind of died down now. I think um, you know it, it's sort of. It, I think it's kind of plateaued now at the just over two hundred thousand. But you know, it had uh, I, you know a good good couple of weeks, and I can't really you know I I guess I can really expect it to go beyond that unless unless of course he he goes and wins in the next couple of weeks, and at that point you know maybe maybe uh, it will come back to the four. I don't know. Possibly, and look, I mean, you know, I've I've got I've got some other questions around what happens if he wins, and have you mm. already kind of written a, a a winning song for him in advance that you're sitting on? But um, <laughs> I, I also want to go back because also we 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 saw um, the the video was played on Sky Sports Golf as well, wasn't it? The yeah, uh, when was that? That would have been during the. Uh, it was the first round, first round of the Genesis, yeah, Genesis. yeah, yeah. and that uh, Sky Sports actually interviewed uh, interviewed him as well, didn't they? And asked him. Uh, asked him a couple of questions about the video and and that was uh, yeah. that must have been pretty cool for you because Sky they kind of played your video but they done like a montage with like images and and clips of the bits yeah. that you think about. It was actually really cool what they did actually it made it so much better than just just see me sitting at the piano. It was great to have those uh, those clips kind of interspersed throughout it. I thought that really actually gave it a, you know gave it a new sort of lease of life. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, um, no, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. So, so you're you're just now you're you're back to being Sam Harrop. You're a normal person again. I take it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You've yeah. had you've had your you've had your ten minutes of uh, of, of spotlight. Um, that's it. Yeah. If if anybody that's listening that hasn't heard the song that does want to hear the song, Sam, where where can I hear it? What's your Twitter handle? So my Twitter handle is, uh, is Sam uh, underscore Golf. Okay, um, perfect. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's probably the best. Yeah, the best yeah. place to hear it. Oh, and, oh, oh, yeah. Or if you go, if you if you Google Tony Finau song, then you you can see the actual Sky Sky Sports article where they've actually got the video, you know, with the you know with the montage and all that. So yeah, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so so what? So in terms of you now musically, next, like, are you are, are you already thinking about other songs? Like, can we see the Sam mm. Barrett the Golf album come out early next year? And... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know about an album. I mean, obviously, a lot of people are saying, you know, you know, you got to do another one. They do a follow up, and I've got a few ideas. Um, I mean, the, the names I'm thinking of, and, and to be honest, I'm not even sure which ones I'll I'll end up running with because yeah, you kind of got to tread the right line of um, of something that's funny, but not too like I guess not too harsh on someone. Like I, I, I quite wanted to do a Matt Kusha one, but it's kind of hard to to do one in, that's kind of as light hearted as the Tony Finau one. I might end up being a bit too going for the jugular and then it might end up you know backfiring so um but i'm yeah i'm still contemplating that um i, I definitely want to do a phil mickelson one because he's my he's my favorite golfer um okay. and i think he's an interesting and, and enough character that there's plenty to sort of uh write about um i've been talking with doing an anthony kim one um but yeah like, these are all kind of ideas at the moment i'm not gonna yeah i'm uh, i thought i'd let this tony Finau thing sit for a for a few weeks and then and then decide just live off the road there's a lap for a little while um <laughs> yeah it's, it's interesting sam that you mentioned about matt kutcher doing one for him so me uh and my other two co-hosts uh joe and and sam we actually put our heads together and we've come up with some suggestions for you um, oh, great. So if, and and matt so so what we did like obviously we kind of tried to pick a player and then what you could actually sing about so for example tony Finau and winning 
Um, yep. So we've also got written down here, we had Matt Kutcher and Money. Yep. Um, we've also got down uh, Henry Stenson and Freewoods. Oh, yep, yep. We've got uh, Tiger and Goats. Yes. Uh, Patrick Reed and Bunkers or Patrick Reed and Improving Liars or... Yep. Yeah, yep. um, Bryson DeChambeau and Science. Yeah, uh, sure. JB Holmes and Slow Play. So, which one yes. of them do you reckon has got the most legs? Um, I, I mean, <laughs> well, probably the Matt Kuchar one because I said that that kind of came immediately into my head as well uh, as the kind of the money that you know the whole caddy uh, caddy thing in Mexico. So, I think probably that one. But the, I like the slow play angle as well. I think that's very kind of you know that's uh, it's on trend, isn't it? The, the topic of slow play. So, yeah, maybe oh, I think maybe so. Maybe a JP Holmes one. Yeah. Yeah, and look, all, all we ask from you, Sam, is as and when you've got a, a, a multi-million selling record album, just just remember where we are, remember who Absolutely. we are. Absolutely, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam, so look, we, we do appreciate you coming onto the podcast as our first guest, sharing your story. Um, as as we mentioned last week on the podcast, to, to anybody that's listening again this week, we, uh, we're we going to be running a fun game during the course of the year where we're going to make some picks. Um mm-hmm. And I believe that you've got some picks. So this week's event coming up, we've got the Honda Classic on the PGA Tour and we've got the yep. Oman Open on the European Tour. Um, so I yep. believe you've got a pick for us on, on each of those tours. Now, we, we may well, going forward, we've decided that we may well just run with one of these events. But we're going to give yep. you a pass this week because I appreciate you've probably done a little bit of homework. Um, and we'll yep. let you pick two this week. And then whoever finishes highest can be your can be your decision for you for this week. So you are representing the guests and the listeners of the podcast. So there's absolutely no pressure there whatsoever. Um, okay. So let's have your picks for the Honda Classic. So somebody outside the top 50 in the world. Okay, so they're, I'm going to go Corey Connors. Okay. Any yeah. reason? Well, he's. I think he suits that type of that type of course, um, where it's kind of you know wind exposed, uh, and he's just, you know he's a straight hitter. Uh, you know he's he's not the sort of player who's going to rack up big scores, and it's kind of it's the sort of course where you've got to you've just got to you know play sensible golf really. Um, and yeah, I, I just think it, I think he'll it'll suit him. He's only played it once before a couple of years ago, and but he's really come on a long way since then. So yeah. Cool. Okay, and who have you gone for on the European Tour in it? I'm on Open. So, a uh, little bit more of an outsider on that. I'm going for Johannes Veerman, um, who is uh, the American player like Kitayama, who won it last year. Um, and he seems to be trending in the right direction at the moment. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, just just have a feeling that he that uh, he might he's going to win one soon. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We like that. We like those picks. You'll uh, you'll hear mine and Sam's picks. Uh, mine, Sam, and Joe's picks at the uh, at the end of the podcast. Um, but yeah, no. Look, Sam. As I said, we really do appreciate you coming on. Um, thanks for sharing your story with us. It's uh, it's very interesting, and and hopefully, you know, you can get a few more views on that one. And and I know I speak for a lot of people when I say that we're we're looking forward to um, looking forward to hearing the uh, the next instalment of the. Yeah, of the album, Sam, which I'm yep. sure is going to come out soon. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> Lovely, Sam. Thanks, thanks very much. No, thanks for having me on. No worries. Cheers. Being win again. When was Puerto Rico first? Oh man, that's we good. left Matt. We left Matt, Matt hanging to dry. Um, <laughs> Sam, come across is really great. Um, that was yeah, a really good you. interview, Matt. Yeah, well really done. Appreciate that. That was great. No, that was good. Yeah, Sam, it was. Uh, it was good to catch up with him, and it was. Uh, it was a good, fun story, and it just goes to show that, you know, sometimes you you post things on social media, 
um, you know, you mm, just never know who's going to see it, happen. who's going to pick up on it, and um, yeah, no, it was good. It's great that Tony Fino actually replied to him as well, because you can tell from their little back and forth, even though it was a couple of messages, you could tell that Sam was a big fan, yeah. and Tony took it well, yes. and I think the fact that, you know, if Tony maybe could have taken like a slight offence to it, Mm-hmm. Whereas he seemed like an absolute hero about yeah. it. He got interviewed about it after and he was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah looking forward to the remix when I do win and all yeah. that. So and I do hope he does do some more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got to, yeah. Uh-huh. Gave him plenty of suggestions there, Matt. We I gave him some suggestions. suggestions. Yeah. So we'll see what he uh, the, see what he comes up with. Tiger Woods Goat song is gonna be it's a yes. tough one. Yes. No, so that was good. So what have we uh the the only other thing that we really wanted to uh speak about was Joe. Was me. Yeah, and uh Joe's got Joe's hit a couple of absolute stinkers this week. Oh yeah! So he tells us about these uh, some certain things. That Inconfidence. Happened. Inconfidence in the <laughs> the Swingers Club WhatsApp group. <laughs> and, um, yeah, tells us in confidence about um, you hurt your fingers, didn't you? Oh, well, I did. Well, that's not actually where it started, to be honest. So you know the the only shot we talked about just before we went into the Sam Harrop interview, the guy on the first at St Andrews. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a bit of a moment like that. I mean, I haven't shanked a golf ball in maybe. 15 years it's just not something that I've ever suffered with right and the other day it was last Wednesday and I was doing I I had a nine hole lesson to go and do with with a playing lesson with a young girl and she's a good player like on a county train level standard and her dad was there as well and they'll be listening actually they'll be listening actually so they'll recall this quite well Uh, do I know who this is yes okay yes you do um so I kind of, I've been teaching all day, I'm freezing cold, I'm not really like laid up well enough to play, so I've kind of said to him on the way out, do you want me to play, or do you want me to just to watch, and, and Darren Dad's gone, oh yeah, we'd like you to play, so I'm thinking, oh shit, here we go. This is first swing of the day. First swing of the day, and honestly, I've said I'll play off, I'll play off the ladies' tees with you, because otherwise it's not particularly sociable, me walking back there, and I don't know, and it's better to do it like that, I always think. Um... And honestly, this thing has gone off 90 degrees right. <laughs> I, I've, I've nearly killed a dad. I'm not joking. I've nearly killed a dad. He was filming it as well. <laughs> and he, he, he doesn't know how close he was to losing his life. Oh, we've blessing. got to get that video. We yeah. to get we've got to get that video. You, you might be able to get that video. And then uh, the day after, I thought, oh, I was shell-shocked by that. It took me like three or four hours to get kind of get back going again. <laughs> and then the next day, I'm doing a little bit of filming for my YouTube channel. And I just topped a three-iron. From absolutely nowhere. Oh, no. I've got no idea what's going on. So I think it's just a good job that, you know, this podcast is going to take off because there's no chance <laughs> of me playing ever again. It's a scary thought to think people pay him to teach them how to oh, not hit shanks and tops. <laughs> <laughs> got to be able to do them to not know how to do them, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, can we move on from that? Yeah, we move no, on to that. So we, uh, so we do picks, picks for this week? Yeah, let's right. do it. Is there anything else before we do picks? I've got a little stat, actually, that uh, I thought was quite interesting. Um... You know, obviously, Tony Finau's last win, Puerto Rico Open. Mm-hmm. I heard a little stat. It's totally nicked this from somebody else, but um, it's fine. Stats are stat. Stats are stat, yeah. So, nobody has won since winning the Puerto Rico Open. So, past champions of the Puerto oh. Rico Open. Only one person has won another tournament, and that was a guy called Michael Bradley, and his other win was another Puerto Rico Open. No way. There you go. Right. Poor, so, old, poor old Victor Hovland. Awesome. Yeah, so also Victor Hovland won the... Puerto Rico Open this week, which is quite topical, that really. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah very good. First win, but I, I feel like uh, Victor Hovland or Tony Finau have got to break the break yes. the uh, they'll break the uh, the curse soon. Uh huh. I, I would agree. So. 
Good, good stat though. Like it. I'm very impressed with your notepad this week. There you go. I've actually that. done some uh, some Holbrook notes. I mean, it's not quite. It's literally three bullet points. Whereas yeah. Holbrook's is. But uh, the important is, part is, is coming. A, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Picks. Picks. Oh, should we go you last then, Matt? As yours is like a dead cert. Yep. All right. Well, well as as mine's least likely to win, I'll start. So, um, again, the logic behind my pick is far less logical than the other two. We talked a little bit about. Peter Uline last week. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt talked about how um, his mate played in the pro of Peter Uline, and since then, he, well, he claimed his mate ruined Peter Uline. Uh, Sam said he played at um, Open Qualifying, was it, with Peter Uline? Yeah, that was years ago. Though. And um, and said that Uline was so bad that day, he was even worse than him. And I think, <laughs> and our quote was, "That's a statement." I think. Um, so I think that you guys have just put the reverse commentator's curse on Peter Uline, oh, and I think he's going to win. Well, if he doesn't win the Honda Classic, I think he'll certainly be the, the, the highest placed outside the top 50 across both tours this week. Interesting. I like it. I disagree. <laughs> By the way, Matt is literally holding his notes up, like, away from me. You know, like a kid that's got the answers at a school but don't want you to copy him. He's I'd love like, it if so you had the same. literally, like, sneak, like, the, his pick from under his Listen, nose. Enough about my pick. Let's talk about your right, pick. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for Thomas Peters in, uh, in Oman. Oh, I like that pick. In Oman. I, uh, I just think he's a good player. He's had a good season so far. Um, and I think he's going to get sort of back to where he was. Do you know what always surprises me? Every time you look at the world rankings, there are always people in in a place where I just couldn't believe they were, like mm-hmm. Thomas Peters. How is he not inside the top 50? Yeah, he's like 50, I think he's 58 or 59. Mm. Well, my pick actually is outside the, I think, I want to say, he's outside the top 200 at the moment. And this is a dead cert. Listen, <laughs> there are reasons. <laughs> he, he is someone... <laughs> Listen, he is someone um, that has started the year very strongly. He's had tied 8, tied 13, tied 16th finishes on the European Tour. Uh, and it is a major champion. He is a Ryder Cup hero. What? And he's none other than Martin Keimer. Ooh. Wow. See, again, the state, go back to my previous statement about how <laughs> world rankings are so weird sometimes. Yeah, they outside are. the 200? Yeah. How's the outside of the top 200? That is insane. Mm-hmm. And he has started the season well. That's quite a so that's it. And we've obviously we we did we did we did get the picks from Sam, didn't we? He was gone. Uh, so we're giving Sam a pass this week. So he's he's picked two. He's gone. Corey Connors on the PGA Tour and Johannes Veerman, who's actually from USA. I didn't get time to do any further digging on him, um, but I can guarantee you he's outside the top fifty in the world. Cool. Yeah, well, nice. we'll all have our um, our eyes peeled then, and I'll have a good reason to be watching the PGA Tour this weekend to mm-hmm. see Peter Uline romp home oh, for me. Um, anything else, guys, before we uh, before we go? Um, I, the only thing I'd like to say is thanks to everybody that's got in touch with yeah, us nice. on totally. the first podcast. Yeah. Uh, overwhelming is an understatement. The yeah. amount of uh, response we got and the content of the response we got was absolutely insane. So thank you so yeah. much to everyone. You can always tell when people haven't just yeah thought it was great. You know, they've you know a lot of people commented about the the handicaps of the footballers. They really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And, the, the room 101 is something that we're definitely yeah. going to visit mm-hmm. again. Um, and actually, if anyone listening has got any suggestions of anything that they would like us to talk about to go into a golf room 101, yeah. fire it over to us. And I'm sure that we can get one a week on the podcast. Um, and I'm sure that our opinions will clash. Great shout. Great shout. Yep. Um, but yeah, and also I, I need to say thanks to Herb, who's our 
graphic designer guy who's done our logo for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cheers. He's done a good job. So if anybody needs anything done, shout me and I'll put you in touch. Yeah. Totally. Brilliant, right, boys. That's, that's all from me. Sam? I think that's it. I suppose maybe uh, apologies for anybody who sw- searched Swingers Pod into Apple <laughs> and not come up. We're still waiting for approval. Oh, right, we? So it's still Spotify at the minute, but... Um, We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, be, we will get there. A couple of and anyone who searched the Swingers Club in general and got and, <laughs> yeah, and got yeah, a few yeah. results that some, they weren't really looking for. Yeah. Some interesting follows, haven't we? But yeah, yeah, no, we'll be out on Apple soon, but at the moment it's still Spotify and a few other places. Uh, keep a look at us or across all social media and you can't miss us, guys. Thanks ever so much for watching. Uh, li- listening. Uh, listening. Mm. Thanks ever so much for listening. And we'll be, we'll be back next week. Catch you next week. Cheers. Cheers, guys.